So it's nice to meet you, Jojo. Yeah, it's nice to meet you too. Uh, Virginia says hi, by the way. I was texting her earlier today and she's like, make sure you tell Jesse hi. And I was like, I will, I will. Yes. So I had to say that first. <laughs> tell her I, I saw her uh, TikTok challenge that I gave her. It was really okay. good. Okay. And I'll, 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 I'll give you know. one too. She probably gave you some pointers of what I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm down. Whatever challenge, I'm, I'm down. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, it's pretty simple. We're going to have a conversation. We're just going to talk. We'll listen to your music. I'll, I'll share the screen so you can hear the Spotify. Um, if you want okay, to give cool. shouts out to anybody, I have no problem with that. Radio, radio stations, uh, other artists, I, it doesn't matter to me. It's all about sharing the music and everybody who helped get you there. And I love your cup. You guys can't see this cause I'm doing video, but she's got a, one of those coffee, the new coffee cup mugs. I don't know what you call them now, but it's got like big old red lips on it. It's so cute. My daughter got oh, one yeah. with a uh, Freddy, Freddy Krueger. She got Freddy Krueger on hers. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, my roommate uh, just recently got me a sticker on it that says emotional support water bottle. And I was like, yeah, that's correct. <laughs> I bring it with me everywhere. <laughs> See, that's cool. Okay, I'm going to introduce you because I'm not going to delete any of that. That's too funny to keep. That's got to keep that in, in a podcast. Okay. Uh, well, I will tell you what I do is I'll, I keep the audio. I'll let you know before I release it. Uh, it's You're in a waiting list. There's a good bit in front of you, but I always tell you before I release it. Cool. So. All right, everybody, this is the Georgia Songbirds, and we're here with Miss Jojo Scott. Uh, she's a singer-songwriter from Oregon originally, I believe, but you're in Nashville now, right, Correct, Jojo? yeah. All right, see, yeah, I, did, I, I, I did a little research. That's all I could really find cool. in time, because <laughs> I was writing a song, and I got trapped. So tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Yeah, um, so I'm a 20-year-old singer-songwriter. Genre, a little confused on what I am. Some people say acoustic pop. Some people say folk. I also love some R&B, so I try to do some like cool runs and stuff in there. But yeah, I've I've been writing music since since I was a kid, and I just love doing it. You said since you were a kid, you're 20 years old to me. It's still a kid. I got a 20. <laughs> I've got a 26 year old kid. So <laughs> okay. Well, technically, I'm still a kid then. I guess. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm, I know. I was 18. I'm not a kid. I can vote. I can get drafted. I'm a man. I, I remember those days. <laughs> oh goodness. So. Oregon to Nashville has got to be a quite a story. That's a long trip to make. I I drove, we drove to Colorado. So I've been in a, a close similar drive of that, but it's got to be a story and a drive and just tell us how you came from Oregon all the way to, to Nashville. Yeah. So, uh, I'm, I'm from Portland and there's a pretty cool music scene there. Um, and there's just like a lot of incredible artists and, um, I, basically met uh, another artist there named Amber Sweeney and her and her best friend Jessica decided to move down to Nashville in 2021 and they were like they called me up and they're like hey Jojo do you want to come with us and I was like okay sure so then two months later um me and my dad packed up my car and we we drove down it was like I, the trip probably would have only taken like three days, but I think we took like five because we stopped um, to see my sister when we were when, when we were on the road trip. So that was fun. Um, but yeah, it was <laughs> it was a road trip. It was a long time, um, but it was I'm really thankful that, you know, my parents supported me enough to like help me move down here. So. Yeah. And as, a, as a, I've got a, I've got a girl that's 13, my daughter. So as a, as a father, I'm sure the road trip was probably longer on purpose for on his end. <laughs> yeah, it probably was, but I had a lot of fun. I really love my, my parents. They're the best. So it was good to get to spend some time with my dad before I headed off. 
Now I, I, I read um, that you kind of like you love seventies music. Now mm. is your name JoJo out of that song? You heard that song? Get back, JoJo. Get back. I, I can't remember the name of it. I wish. Song. I wish like I had like a cool story like that. Like I was inspired by that song. I was not. Um, my mom. So her name is Shelly and when she was growing up, everyone thought it was like a nickname for Michelle and it wasn't. And she was very upset by that. So when she had kids, she gave us all like long names so she could shorten them and give us nicknames. So I've been called Jojo since I was born, basically. <laughs> so what is the, what is your real name then if it's not Jojo? Is yeah, it? it's, it's Jocelyn. So oh, okay. a little bit longer. <laughs> I, I was you. named after, um, Oh, there's this movie and it's like a rock musical sort of deal. And one of the characters is characters is Princess Jocelyn. It has like the guy who played the Joker. I don't remember what the movie's called. But... Uh, Heath Ledger? Are you talking about that yeah, guy? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Heath Ledger, yeah. <laughs> but he was in a movie where there was a character named Princess Jocelyn. And my mom was like, yep, that's the name. Oh, is that my, my oldest? Is that um, he was a knight, right? Knight's Tale? Yeah, I think it was, was a knight. Tale. It was like. It was like a yeah, musical it almost. That. It was like a medieval, like rock and roll musical sort of deal. <laughs> that's a, that's yeah. a night's tale because my son loves that movie. I've wa- I've had to watch that so many times. <laughs> <laughs> I have not seen it yet, so like I feel like that's like shame on me. Like I was named after this movie and I haven't watched it. Um, but maybe I'll put that on my to do list. <laughs> uh, speaking of movies, since you're from Oregon, now I have to ask: Are you a Goonie? Mm-hmm. A Goonie? I don't. You ever watch the movie The Goonies? They're based at, please, please tell me you don't, you don't know the goon. Oh my. Okay. <laughs> Shame so on your mom and dad for not letting you watch that. Okay. You, when you get a chance, you have got mm-hmm. to watch the Goonies. It's one of the best eighties movies ever. Okay. And it's about okay. kids based in Oregon and they get in oh. all kinds of trouble. Oh, I love that. That's like, um, I don't know if you know the show gravity falls, but I feel like that's what everyone is like making a reference towards these days. Cause, um, the town Gravity Falls is supposed to be set in Oregon and it's mm. like a cartoon show that was on Disney when I was growing up. So everyone's like, oh, like, are you from Gravity Falls, Oregon? And I'm like, no, I don't think that's a real place. <laughs> like that was made up for sure. <laughs> okay. You have to check out the Goonies because they did shoot that movie. And you know what? I'm going to Google it right now. So okay. I'm, I'm trying to remember because I, I don't know. It wasn't important. I know it was, um, it was set for. I looked on the what you call it. There was a uh, I, I like I like when I re- watch movies. I like to go on oh. IMDb and read the uh, trivia for it, just okay, to yeah, yeah. just to see like what happens in the in the movies. All right, so the Goonies is is like Josh Brolin, you know Thanos. He's he was a Goonie, and yeah. see, it was made in 1985. I'm showing my age. I love that movie. Uh, <laughs> let's see where I got I got to find all the trivia and where where they shot the movie at. All right, soundtrack, storyline, taglines, come on, details. So that filming locations. Here we go. Cannon Beach, Oregon. Oh my God, Cannon Beach. Oh, memories. A, uh, Astoria, Oregon. There's a house on a uh, 38th Street in Astoria. Okay, that's, that's I where know they Astoria, shot it. Oregon too. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> yep, and that's pretty much it. There's Astoria is where they shot it at in Cannon Beach. In Cannon Beach. Okay, I'm gonna have to watch this movie now because. That's yeah, both those places. <laughs> I've been, I've been. <laughs> well, good. See, see, now if I lived in Oregon, my my kids watched it anyway. But I would, ha- mm-hmm. I'd be having them watch 
the Goonies. Like it'd probably be playing on Christmas all the whole time, just the whole time. <laughs> I love that. I um, there's another movie that another Disney Channel movie that was playing um, when I was growing up called Halloween Town, and they shot that in St. Helens, Oregon. So like that's kind of a big deal out there. And like every Halloween, they like hold like a festival, and they have like the big pumpkin in the town square where it was set up for the movie and stuff. Um, so yeah. That's Sorry, cool. that was a random side tangent, but no, it reminded me of that. <laughs> you, that's what we get onto the show. You, you're going to find out <laughs> that I get on those a lot. And it's because, you know, we're, we're going to listen to music. We're going to talk to music and that's fine. But that would be like a 30 minute interview. I yeah. like to, I like to talk to you and get to know you and people that listen, you know, they're going to hear your music, but they want to hear the story, you know, and everybody, the path are similar, but they're different. Now you mentioned Halloween town. You brought back a memory of mine, of mm -hmm. my son, my oldest son is 26 watching halloween town he loved like the nightmare before christmas and then he'd watch yeah. halloween town and mm -hmm. power rangers and oh what else was there 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 was i'm sure as we harry potter as we get talking all that stuff <gasps> yes. will, will come out <laughs> and it's funny what lasts through like the generations like harry potter well every kid knows harry potter still they oh, got yeah. harry potter and universal and disney world my kids oh, my 13 year old love harry potter yeah okay that's um yeah, Harry Potter was like a really big deal growing up and like for my siblings too, um, they're a lot older than me. So um, like over Christmas break or whatever, my sister is always like, let's rewatch like the Harry Potter series <laughs> and the movies and all that stuff. And I'm like, okay, I'm always down. It's a good time. <laughs> I mean, uh, sisters and brothers you got? Uh, I have uh, one older brother and then one older sister. And okay. Yeah. <laughs> so you're, you're the baby of the family then? I am the baby of the family. <laughs> yes. Yes, I am. And uh, I think you could probably tell that I'm the baby of the family. <laughs> I'm I the definitely baby. act that way. Okay, I'm the baby cool. of the family too. I'm 45, <laughs> but I'm the still the youngest. <laughs> <laughs> That's my dad with his siblings. <laughs> He'll always be the baby to them. <laughs> I've, I've got one sister and she's like six years older than me. So. <laughs> okay, cool. All right, back to music. Actually, we'll, we'll get sidetracked. Otherwise, we'll, we'll keep talking about movies. I like, I love you. <laughs> um, but like you were talking about the trip to Nashville, and, and you got into Nashville. You know, your family mm -hmm. brought to you, you. You followed. You came with some roommates. So, how's it been since you've been in Nashville? Yeah. Um, if I'm going to be completely honest, I've been here for almost a year and a half now. Um, but the first year, I think, was just like very difficult for me because, like. First of all, like it was my first time leaving home and like being so far away from my parents um, and like all my friends and, you know, everyone I love is, is, was back in Oregon. But uh, also just like I'm a very introverted person and I was like, I don't know how to make friends outside of like the school setting. <laughs> um, so it was a little bit difficult journey at, at the beginning, but I've been really lucky. Um, to, to find my people and um, just some incredible songwriters that I've really connected with down here. Um, and co-writing here is such a big thing, which um, I feel like I didn't really do a lot in Oregon, but I'm, I'm writing like three, four times a week now. And I'm like, this is, I love it. Like, I'm so glad that I, that I moved and took the jump, even though it was hard at the beginning. See, and that's what I, I love. That's the one thing about Nashville that's cool. And I know as soon as you get in town, that's, that's how you survive. You got to co-write. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm here in North Georgia. I'm about three hours from Nashville. It's where I live. So I, I play some in Chattanooga and it's Nashville. I'll be in Nashville, I think in March, uh, but mainly okay. I'm in the North, I'm in the North Georgia scene. But what I love about Nashville is the co-writing. 
And that's mm-hmm. one thing that here it's not done enough or it's not pushed enough that people really think about it because yeah. it's Nashville's a country music place, but there's so many different genres up there. Like you mentioned earlier, you don't really know what genre you fit in and that's fine. You don't have to fit in one or the other. You learn from whatever you listen to, but yeah. it's, it's funny that, that it, it doesn't, it doesn't happen as much here. So tell people like when you moved up there, how did you start meeting other songwriters and how did you get involved in doing that? Who kind of pushed Jojo out to like, here, Jojo, you gotta, you gotta go and do this. Oh, well, my roommates, uh, uh, my first year, my roommates, Amber and Jessica were definitely pushed me and were like, you need to keep going out and you need to keep like trying. And so I was like reaching out to different rounds. And I think that's how I first started. Um, like, meeting writers was uh the first round that i played here is called nashville tour stop Mm -hmm. um and the one i did was at cabana taps but um i think now they're doing them at sunny's and um i met one of like my favorite people to co-write there um her name's maddie etrich she's really great and we like write once a month basically um but it was just kind of like okay i played a couple rounds and i went out and saw a few rounds and it really is just like going up and making conversation with people that you just saw on stage and like connecting and being like, Hey, I really loved like your songwriting. And like, I I would love to write sometime. And people here are just so, so friendly and so open to writing with people, even if they don't know them super well. And it was just like, okay, let me push past my like, like introvertedness and (laughs) um, put myself out there. And once I started doing that, it really, yeah, it really started clicking. Yeah. And anybody like that, I always tell my guests, um, I really don't ask a lot of the two things. Usually I ask is one is of course, share it everywhere. Let everybody know about the Georgia songbirds podcast, Mm -hmm. album reviews, all the stuff that we do. And two is pay it forward is anybody that, you know, that is, should be heard that are songwriters, singers, bands, whatever. I I love doing bands too. It doesn't matter. Uh, but send them my way and we'll do like we're doing now. We'll have conversation. We'll talk. Or if they have an album review, if they want to do that, what I do for my album reviews are a little different. I don't critique it. That's not what I do. I don't, that's my, like I said, it's my opinion. That doesn't matter. What I do is we tell the stories and listen to the songs. And as you see, that's what we kind of do today. What you get like three songs a day, you'll tell me a story and we'll play the song. That's how I do album reviews. So anytime okay. if you want to do that or they want to do it or just come on and talk, send them my way. Okay, I will. I, I have some friends who uh, might be releasing projects soon, so I'll definitely send them your way once okay. once they start uh, getting ready to to do that. <laughs> now, do you play anywhere outside of Nashville, or do you kind of just stay? I know there's a lot in Nashville to play, but do you play anywhere else? Yeah, um, I've mostly just been staying inside of, of the Nashville bubble. I want to kind of get out there a bit more. But, um, yeah, just Nashville so far, and yeah. So you said you're coming to Nashville in March, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. When when are you coming out? Uh, I think it's, I'm pretty sure it's March 25th. I'm playing and it's uh, playing at the Smokehouse. It's not in Nashville. It's between Nashville and Chattanooga. Uh, Jason Adams okay. runs the grounds there and uh, asked me to come play. And I'm like, yeah, I love playing out that stuff. I bring my kids and it surprised me because the Smokehouse, the original one caught on fire. So now they use like a little makeshift barn. Okay. and i'm like okay my my kids are 13 they're gonna be bored out of their mind they loved it they're like when are we yeah. going back to tennessee I'm like, well <laughs> let me find out I'll, I'll reach out to jason and oh my gosh that's so cool but yeah i'll be there the 25th playing um 
I just, I'd love to come more often. I just, I get so busy. I can't. Yeah, I totally get that. I totally get that. Oh man, I'm the last week of March is my parent. Both of my parents are teachers. Um, so they both have spring break that week. And so I'm going home to visit them, but uh, darn, I wish I could see you next time you're in town. Let me know. And then I'll come me and Virginia will come out and see you play. <laughs> Absolutely. And like I said, I'll, I'll, as we get going, I'll listen to some more of your songs. I'll like, okay, I'm going, I'll, I'll figure out something for your, your challenge. Like for, I'm trying to remember what I did for Virginia. It was, Oh, it's hold the line. I gave her Toto and she did a, an amazing job with it. I, I like I said, so it's, yeah. it's going to be weird since you're, I kind of okay. got an idea where I want to go with you first because it, you, one, you don't know the Goonies. So I go, okay, now <laughs> let me My think bad. of the, the soundtrack of the Goonies. We're going to let you dig okay. into the Goonies. <laughs> <laughs> perfect i'll listen to the soundtrack i'll do the challenge for whatever song and then i'll watch the goonies yes that's that's your homework you're like i moved i don't want to do homework yes. now <laughs> do you get to do music full-time or are you working around town too um yeah i work part-time at an ice cream shop here in nashville and then i've been trying out song finch i don't know if you know what that mm -hmm. is um but it's basically like an online platform and people can pay to have songwriters write stories for them um or songs for them sorry based on their story and it's been fun i've only done like five or six songs for that so far um but it's all been like really cute like there's apparently some crazy stories that people <laughs> ask to be written, but so far I've only gotten like cute, like love songs or like this one dad like wanted a song for his son because every time the radio was on in the car, his son was like, dad, did you write that song for Aww. me? So then he did get a song written for him. So yeah, it's been a lot of fun doing that. <laughs> and, and it's called Song Finch? Yeah, Song Finch. Like, like the, is Finch a type of bird? I don't know. Yes. Um, I might I be think, making that up, but <laughs> okay. Well, you're on the Georgia Songbirds. We'll go for it. We'll say it's a bird. Perfect. It's um, a bird. <laughs> talk more about that because I see those and I'm always curious. Like, so if somebody gives you an idea, how long, how much of a turnaround is there that you have to get them a song? Yeah. Um. So I think you get five days once you accept um, the request okay. and you get like 24 hours to accept the request. Um. For me, it's like once I sit down on my computer to do it, um, like the last one that I just did, it took me 30 minutes to write the song. And then it took like an hour to demo the guitar and vocals. Um, but once you get like to a certain amount of songs, you can kind of start reusing the tracks that you did for the other songs and just writing a new like top line or like new lyrics um, based on the new story that you're trying to tell with it. So it's it's really nice. It's a cool way to, cool way to do it. So is it just when you is a finished product just you and a guitar or do you have like a backing track that they give you to put over it yeah um so i think if you do the pop genre you're supposed to build like a fuller band sound out but i'm in the singer songwriter genre and i think it's a lot of the other genres as well it can just be uh the vocals and then one other instrument so i do guitar and vocals because i don't know how to play anything else but <laughs> some people do piano some people do ukulele etc etc <laughs> but yeah and you don't have to get the specifics of it, but does it pay you pretty decent to do something like that? Yeah. Um, I think it's like a hundred per song. If it's just two verses and then you play the chorus three times. Um, That's and there's it, like really? some, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's, it's really simple. Uh, and like, 
I don't know. I I enjoy doing it just because it's like, okay, I'm telling these stories that like I wouldn't necessarily like have been able to make up in my head, you know? Mm-hmm. You can get like really specific about the details for these people. Um, but yeah. I find that really cool because as a songwriter myself, I'm like, ooh, that that would be a good, that's a good way to kind of push your, your like you said, like you, you're, you have so much experience and stories that you wouldn't think of. Like mm-hmm. put it out in front of you. That's that's really cool. Cause I, I wrote, I wrote a song for my wife about how we met. It's not Aww. the real reason. So it's not the true story because oh. <laughs> she doesn't like me playing it out, li- out live, but I play it anyway. And I tell everybody, this is how we met because my wife works for the sheriff's office around town. Mm-hmm. Right. So the, the, it's called for the song is called forbidden love, but the opening line is they brought me in in handcuffs and you fell in love. <laughs> And she goes, you cannot tell people that's the story of our, our marriage. It's not. Our our, our true marriage story is, um, I don't know if you remember MySpace. I know you're kind of young. You may, I'm sure you know what it is, though. I know what it is. Yeah. Right. Um, we met through my, my sister introduced us, you know, because my sister was at the time working for the, for the sheriff's office, too. Uh, but okay. we met through MySpace, right? She can't, we kind of talked back and forth. And I, when my mom was alive, she helped me. She goes, I never online dated. I, I was married for seven years. I was I got married when I was young. I was separated for probably four or five and I didn't go out. I was hurt. I didn't, I didn't go out. I didn't know how to go on a date. I didn't know how to talk. It'd been like 10 years since I had to try that. Yeah. So I know times have changed and this shows my age a little bit. It's changed even more. I know, but she, my mom says, when you talk to her on, on, on online, don't give her a lot of details. Do it like, you know, just talk a little bit. So, okay. So I give when my wife, my wife now, when she's, we were dating, she's asking me questions. I'm giving like one word answers. Yeah. I like this. You know, I, I didn't know. So then we met at Cracker Barrel okay. uh, for our first date or, well, it wasn't our f- official date. It was, I guess, so we could meet. So she could realize that I wasn't crazy and she wasn't going to be with a psycho or anything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was, it was like, like, make sure you're a real person. Make sure you're right. not catfishing me, et cetera. <laughs> right. And making sure that, you know, I'm not going to take her somewhere and just kill her. That, you know, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, Cracker Barrel is a great place for that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a safe environment. <laughs> and it was so funny because I was going through a divorce at the time. I wasn't divorced yet. I have, like I said, my oldest son, I have custody of him. I had at the time he's grown now, but I had custody of him. And so I met her, just me and her at the Cracker Barrel. And she was so nervous. She couldn't talk. But the first thing she said was, wow. And I'm like, did you just say, wow? <laughs> And she got so embarrassed and we ended up going on a date, but that's how we actually met through MySpace okay. and Cracker Barrel. So yeah, yeah. I, mine, the joke song was they brought me in handcuffs and she fell in love. That's why I tell everybody. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you said, let me give the story a little bit more pizzazz. Oh yes. I told her, said, I'm a songwriter. You're going to have to get used to that now exactly we like smudge the truth a little bit we over exaggerate like that's just how it is yes that's that's the fun part of it that's Mm -hmm. that's the greatest well let's hear one of your songs while we're talking about songs which one you want to do first okay cool i'm gonna gonna share the screen so you can see it and you just let me know which song you want to do and there you go can you see that yes yes i can okay um I'm trying to think of what, what I've released. Do, do, do. Okay. So it's fun. I have to ask it. You've seen big bang theory. I'm sure you've watched that, right? I've not seen it, but like, I know about it. Cause okay. everyone was watching it when I was in school. Do you know who, um, 
I call her Blossom because that's what I remember her from the the lady. That picture of you reminds me of uh, Mayim Blaylock. I think is her name. She was okay. on Big Bang. She was on Big Bang Theory. Okay, I, cool. I, I like the seventy stuff, and it just it reminded me of that. So, like I said, tangent. <laughs> <laughs> we love it. We love a tangent. And guys, you um, can't see this. You got to go to her her uh, JoJo Scott on her um, Spotify and stuff. She's holding a jar of of honey. Of honey. <laughs> The amount of honey that I consumed, like making content for that song was too much. Anyways, we can, we can do that one later. How about, um, nostalgia is a good one to start off with. I released that one when I was in high school. So like, I sound a little bit different, but you know, I still, I'm still proud of that one. (laughs) It's a good song. Tell me the story behind nostalgia. Oh yeah. Um, well, (laughs) this one's pretty funny. Okay. So I was in my chemistry class in high school and i think i was a sophomore and we were going over stuff that was supposed to be on our finals and for some reason my teacher brings up as like an example like oh concentrated orange juice like you pour it in the thing and then you mix it with water and i was like concentrated orange juice oh that makes me feel so nostalgic because when i was a kid my mom used to make like concentrated like orange juice or apple juice or whatever um and so that sparked the idea of nostalgia and then it turned into a love song which like at that point in time i had never been in love so like i don't know where that was like boom here you go i'm in love or i was and now i'm nostalgic about it but that's what it turned into it was originally about concentrated orange juice though See, there you go. that's that's why I ask these <laughs> questions because I want to know this. Otherwise, I mean, people when they listen to music, they get their own interpretation. I want to know what inspired you, so we know this is about orange juice. People, whether you what wherever you hear is orange juice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. So I, I'm gonna mute us, JoJo, uh, and play it. So as soon as you hear it, just give me a thumbs up. Okay, perfect. Being here is bittersweet. Bringing up old memories Making me feel incomplete I feel nostalgia when I think of you And what we used to do Cause we had good times together, you and I We had each other with trust, no lies we spent a childhood together, we felt alive So now certain things can mean nostalgia You and I Summer flings and summer things For we grew up and moved on From our summer love From the first time that we kissed I knew you'd be the one that I missed And that's exactly what happened we had good times together, you and I We had each other with trust, no lies We spent a childhood together, we felt alive So now certain things can mean nostalgia You and I You and I Now certain things can mean nostalgia Together when you were mine, when you were mine, we used to 
together, you and I We had each other with trust, no lies We spent a childhood together, we felt alive So now certain things give me nostalgia You and I You and I Now certain things give me nostalgia Of you and I That's really good. Thank you so much. <laughs> I, I can't believe you were a teenager singing that. That your your voice is crazy good. Thank you. Um, yeah, that was like I wrote that song and I was like, yes. I, I was like, I knew. I was like, that's gonna. I'm gonna love this song forever, and um, I still do love it. It's. I. It feels nostalgic to me when I listen to it now. <laughs> yes. Now it's not about orange juice. It's about the the nostalgia that you feel of the song. I like that. Yes. Exactly. Are, are you? Are you playing on the album? Um, yeah, so I'm doing the like regular guitar part and then, or like the, 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 the plucking, um, the dead end. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then, um, Luke Neal is, uh, Luke Neal also produced a song, uh, his studio is called track 11 music. And he did the like lead electric guitar, like slides and cool licks and stuff. I unfortunately am not that great at guitar. I can't do all the lead stuff, but you know. We make do. Right. <laughs> we make I, do. <laughs> I can't do lead. I can do some lead stuff, but it's only, I've just now recently learned what the uh, pentatonic scale stuff is. Mm. See, so, I don't, I don't know what any of that is. So, <laughs> well, well, you're 20, I'm 45. I have no excuse. <laughs> I should have I learned it 20 years ago. <laughs> well, I play, I've been playing guitar for like 10 years now. So like, I should know, but uh, <laughs> the theory side of stuff is not, <laughs> It doesn't make sense in my head. It didn't mind either. Can you read music or anything like that? Did you take lessons? Um, I took lessons and like I was in choir since I was like in elementary school, but it's, it really did not stick in my head. I was like, I could see like, okay, the notes go up here and then they like go down there. And so like, I could kind of follow along with it, what everyone was doing, but I couldn't actually read it. If that makes sense. Yeah. I, it makes perfect sense to me. I, Cause I, I, I took a few lessons and I learned enough to know that, that I don't have the patience to learn to read music. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm just going to, I'm just going to do, and I've said this before the podcast, I'm just going to take the tabs or take like, at the time they didn't have the tab, like guitar tab, but they had was actual books. So I'd get the books oh. and I would follow, okay, I, Eagles is my favorite. So I'd get the okay. Eagles books and I'd see what chord progression they did and I would play it, that mm -hmm. chord progression. Cause I'm sure they know theory. They know what they're doing. I yeah. can't go wrong doing that. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> so I was like, oh, I'm gonna play that. And then as I get yeah, more good. <laughs> yeah, I get that. That's like how I kind of basically learned. Like when I started lessons, like we played a lot of Taylor Swift songs, and that's how I learned how to play chords. I was like, Taylor Swift, okay, I got it. And then I got a little bit older and I was like, Ed Sheeran, okay, okay. I know how to play the chords there. Okay, now moving on. What other artists I'm into? You know, that's that's how I learned by playing other people's stuff. Um I tried taking AP music theory in high school and then I had to drop out because <laughs> I was not ready <laughs> for that level of <laughs> what they, uh, yeah, it was rough. <laughs> I always make my little notes right here so I don't for, forget or anything on there. It helps, it helps me, it helps me guide the conversation sometimes. Yeah, and I, yeah. I already know, I already know what song I want to give you for your challenge. 
And like I said, okay. if Virginia told you how it works, it's pretty simple. There's no time limit. You do it at your own leisure. Uh, okay. Once you get it, do you have TikTok or any of that stuff? Yeah, yeah. I'm on TikTok You're 20, and Instagram I, I figured and like you did. <laughs> Are you on Facebook? Or like my son says Facebook is for old people. Uh, I'm like kind of on Facebook. I haven't used it in a couple of years, but I have a profile. <laughs> How about MySpace? <laughs> no. Nobody's on MySpace, but me. And I, I haven't been on there so long. I couldn't tell you how to. I was going to say, is MySpace still like up and running? Like I didn't realize. I don't know. I, I hadn't looked. I don't think I could find the actual way to do it. Okay. <laughs> so here's a song. I'm going to play some of it for you in case you haven't heard it. Okay. Uh, it's called Good Enough. It's from the Goonies by Cindy Lauper. Okay. All right. Okay. Oh, okay. Love that. And it's do it your way. So you don't have to do it like the covers because everybody knows how I feel about covers. I'm not a big fan of covers. I know people have to do it when you're playing out. I'd rather do original. But if you're going to do mm -hmm. a cover, you should do it your way. Like I do a Prince cover. Yeah. I changed it. It's the way I do it. I can't do what, it like Prince. When Doves Cry. Song? Oh, yeah. <laughs> when Doves Cry. Oh, so good. Okay. I'll sorry. play you my version later when after yeah, the end. Please do. Play please do. <laughs> so you can hear how I do it. Um, my guitar is tuned to C sharp, but I'll I can fix that. Uh, but <laughs> I, I'm gonna share the screen again real quick just so you can hear a little bit of this song, uh, cool. and I'll send it to you as well um, later, like through your okay, like a messenger or something. I'll send you the Spotify yeah. link. And I just wrote it down too, so like we got it. We <laughs> the bases are covered. <laughs> yes. So you can see, I like, I got a whole bunch of Cindy Lauper songs right here, Heck but yeah. this, this is the song and do it your way. And I said, singer, songwriter, pop, however you want to do it, do it your way. I wait to get to the hook. And that is the song. Okay. I like it. I like it. I don't think I've heard it before, but we're going to do a cover of it. I'm going to do a cover of it. <laughs> yes. And actually, do you, have you done covers? Do you do, I'm sure you do covers. You play out some, right? Or you just do originals. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah so. Um. Well, <laughs> wait, what were you going to say? Sorry. No, <laughs> I just going to say, do it. Just do it your way. Uh, like I said, there's no time limit. I know sometimes when you get asked, you're going like, that's really hard. And if you can't do it, that I don't have a problem with it, but I, I'd love to see you try to do it because I think with, especially with your voice and doing it your way, you can take a song that apparently your generation don't really know anymore. I feel old. Yeah. Boo. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and, and make it into something that, and I'll tag Cindy Lauper and I mean, I don't know if she'll see it or not, but I always tag the, when I see it, send it to yeah, me and I'll tag it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And we'll see. Cause I, I love no, to hear I, that stuff. I'm definitely going to learn that one. Yeah. I used to do a lot of covers back in Oregon. Like when I gigged and stuff, it would be like three or four hour uh, shows. Mm -hmm. And so like 90% of it had to be covers, right. but um, since moving here um, I've just been doing a lot of writers rounds. So it's only been, been original stuff. So I need to start learning some, some covers again. Cause it's just fun for myself. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. See, I, I would rather do like, what you're just saying, all originals. Mm -hmm. And that's why I'm, I'm doing, I don't know if you've seen it, there's a Georgia versus series. 
Every okay. year we take eight songwriters from Georgia to take eight songwriters from another state. And we do a friendly head-to-head competition. And I said, this is Georgia versus Alabama. And okay. it's all on Facebook Live. So you just take over my Facebook and you play. And we'll have, I haven't done Oregon yet. Oregon's hasn't come up. So when it does, I will, I've got you. I wrote Oregon by your name so that I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I've got a lot of, a lot of friends in Oregon who are songwriters. So if you need any recommendations, yes. I, I will make sure I get you some names. Yes. Cause I don't know anybody. I think besides you, that is Oregon songwriter. If, okay, if, got, if I do guys and you're from Oregon and I don't remember, I'm sorry. <laughs> it happens. I get old. <laughs> So how is this now you played in or how's the Oregon scene and musician scene in Oregon? I would, I'd love to, to know about that. I've never thought about Oregon as being like a songwriter area. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it's not, I don't think people, yeah, it's not one of those things that you think of when you think of Oregon or Portland. Um, but it's, it's a very creative city and there's so many like, I feel like there's so many communities like based on like what genre and stuff you do. So there's like a hip hop community and like a songwriter community and like a rock community. Um, and it's just like, it's really beautiful to like see how like everybody like supports each other and like connects. Um, and I guess like maybe the reason why I didn't like co-write too much back then was because I was like, like a kid and everybody mm. was adults and they were like, oh, we don't want to write with like a 15 year old or like, maybe that's not what they thought, but like, maybe that's why. Um, but cause I've been seeing a lot recently of like people connecting like through songwriting and co-writing there. And I'm like, Oh, I love that. I'm like seeing this, you know what I mean? Like, I love that, um, that they're doing that and they might've always been, but like, I guess I just wasn't super part of that when I was there. Um, but yeah, yeah, I could, I could see that as a, I mean, cause if, if I had a kid come up to me and like, Hey, can we co-write? My first thing is like, okay, yes, but your parents need to be there too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. <laughs> um, zoom is zoom has opened up a lot. And I said, if you ever want to co-write, I love co-writing. I'd, I'd love to sit down. We can write a song. We can do like this. Yeah, that would be awesome. Zoom and write. And we can try whatever you want. And I could tell people when they, when they try to co-write, it's, if you don't know how it works, it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's not hard, but it doesn't always work out. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that you're bad songwriters. It just mean it's like a relationship. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. If our if our styles mesh or you're not, I'm not able to move or you're not able to move in certain ways, it just doesn't work. That, and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But we give it a shot. I'd love to try. Yeah, no, totally. I love co-writing and I'm so down. I'm so down. <laughs> Perfect. So tell everybody then right now, as you're in Nashville, you got anything going on? Uh, in town are you you playing are you working on an album or an ep or anything like that i'm not working on like a larger project but i am working on a single at the moment um which is exciting it's one of it's it's actually a co-write that i did here in nashville which is really cool um and i don't want to say too much but it might be coming out um hopefully around my birthday, because it is about turning 21. So uh, it's a fun one. I normally only write and release very sad songs, but this one is a fun one. <laughs> okay. Since you're turning 21, you got to have mm-hmm. a plan. What is your 21st birthday plan? Yeah. Um, on the actual day, I don't know. But the weekend following, me and my sister are going to New York. I've never been wow. to the East Coast. Um, she's never been to New York either. So it's going to be a really good time, I think. <laughs> okay. that That's I, I, my 21st birthday. I don't remember much. I just remember that the first thing I did was I went to Walmart. I don't know why I did this to go buy a beer. 
because I wanted to be carded. I'm old enough now. You got to card me. They did yeah. not card me. I got beer <laughs> without being carded. I'm 21. I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I waited this whole time and I could have just came in here. And you could have just walked up and been comp. You had the confidence. And I think that's like, maybe that's what you were lacking before. Like if you just had that like confidence to it, it's like, oh, I'm 21. Like, yeah, they wouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> I get carded now. I'm like, are you serious? Okay. Well, okay. I technically, so I got my um, like alcohol serving license or whatever. Um, Cause over the summer I worked like a couple shifts at uh, like as a waitress and stuff. And um, <laughs> they like teach you that like you have to check IDs now, not just like when they first order, but every time they order like another drink, it's like, okay, let me check your ID again. And okay, let me check your ID again. And okay, let me check your ID again. <laughs> And I think people got a little annoyed at me when I was doing that. And I was like, I don't want to get in trouble. Okay. Like I follow the rules. <laughs> right. See, I didn't, I don't, why would they do that? I get the first time I get it. Cause you want to make sure. And, and plus you're under, maybe cause you're underage that they have to, it's covering her, covering themselves because like, okay, she asked that way they, they have it. They know what they're getting. Maybe that's the, the point, but you said all waitresses have to do that every time. Yeah, at least that's what it said. I don't know if people stick by that rule. They probably don't. But like, I was nervous. I was like, I've never waitressed before. Like, is in this like situation where they didn't train me. Like, I'm just doing whatever the internet said when I took my test um, to get this license where I can serve people alcohol. But yeah, anyway. See, I, I used to have a, I, I went to bartending school to bartend just to kind of get some stuff so I can make mixed drinks. Mm -hmm. And now I end up bartending for everybody at the house. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I found out something very interesting since about, about bartending and drinking. Um, if the server or the bar continues to serve someone who is over the limit and that person gets into an accident, then they can be sued because yeah, they you can be liable for it. Mm -hmm. That freaked me out. When I read that, I was like, Oh my gosh, right? like what? <laughs> me too. I was like, cause mm -hmm. I'm serving. I'm like, wait, whoa, whoa. Because you don't know how, what they came in with and then you don't know where yeah. they get their other drinks from. So, I mean, you're no, exactly. Yeah. It's a little, it's a little stressful. That's why I stopped. I was like, I don't think I can handle this type of pressure. So now I scoop ice cream instead. <laughs> <laughs> now it's chocolate wasted, right? Everybody just gets chocolate wasted. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Someone actually did come into the, the shop though really drunk on their 21st birthday and they came in and it was like 7 p.m. So it's like, why are you already this wasted? But they were like crying, like full on sobbing. And their friends were like, it's okay. Like we're getting you ice cream. And then she started screaming. And then everyone else in line started screaming with her like, yeah, happy birthday. Like it was crazy. And then she got her ice cream and then she started crying again. And I was like, that was a wild 21st birthday. I I'm glad you're enjoying yourself, I guess. <laughs> Uh, yes. I, I just said, now I remember was the, the beer from Walmart and <laughs> my dad, he took me out. We went to a club. He took me to a, a bar and we, I got really, really drunk and I ended up puking on the side of the interstate because I was in his Corvette. And he said, you do not puke in his car. So I said, well, you better <laughs> stop. And he pulled over in between anybody here in Georgia knows five seventy five and 75. I pulled, we pulled right in the middle. I ended up puking it outside and then I got in the car and I went home. He drove me home. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> 21. 
<laughs> yeah, I guess you and you and the other girl who was twenty uh, first birthday, y'all were on the same page. Maybe that's how I'll be too when I turn twenty one. Oh yeah, get I, crazy. <laughs> I wasn't crying, but I had a good time. I now my favorite my favorite birthday that I that I remember is my fortieth. Okay. I went to Vegas for my fortieth. Oh, that's fun. And I had a buddy who worked at the Cirque du Soleil. So he, okay. he got us all these places to go and he could get us, he, he knew all about Vegas. He, so he took us to the back areas of Vegas and me, it was me and my bassist and our wives. And we went to, I don't even remember the place now, but I know because you got the strip and it was behind the strip. It wasn't even on the strip. It's where all the locals went and it, we went to do karaoke. So I'm drinking like tons of liquor and beer and I'm, and I'm by this time I am pretty drunk. And so we're doing karaoke. And okay. we decided to do karaoke, not in your typical, just go up there and sing karaoke. Let's go up there and do a Lionel Richie song. We did hello and we did it as a duet, but we did it. He, he voiced as Smeagol and I was Elmo and we did the whole song in those voices, the whole song. So I'm like, hello. And I'm the whole time I'm singing it. Right. And what I found out about that part of Vegas is they take karaoke very, very seriously. Oh, no. <laughs> there was only a few people laughing. The other people were like just stone faced. <laughs> and the more, oh more dirty looks they gave me, the louder I got. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You were like, I take pride in this. See, I feel like that's how karaoke would be in Nashville. Like people would take it seriously. I haven't tried karaoke here, but um, that's like what how I imagine it. Like, you gotta be like, you gotta be like trying your best and like showing off. <laughs> yes. See, and I don't know if people realize this, but karaoke is not like performing on stage. <laughs> it's not. You would think that if you could sing on stage, you could do karaoke. Karaoke, not because one, you got to go by the track that they have, whatever timing, mm -hmm. and there's no change in it. There's no key. Yeah, you change. can't even like change the key, so it's uh -uh. like, oh, it might be too low. Oh, it might be way too high. <laughs> right. And you can't hear yourself because it, there's no monitor coming back. It's all out here. So you're just yeah. trying to get loud so you can hear yourself. And it's a, it's fun. It's I play a game with the last time I went to karaoke. Uh, it was me and again, me and Jordan and my George, my bassist and our wives. And we did what I called a uh, karaoke roulette. And I, what I did is I took my iPod because I have one of those big iPods still, because I love iPod. I know they don't, I don't think they make them anymore, but I hit, I have like 8,000 songs on it. So I hit shuffle and whatever song popped up was a song that he had to do karaoke, but he didn't know what song he was doing because we went up there and I picked his song. He'd pick mine and we'd kind of like rotate. Okay. And uh, I ended up giving him that song. Um, I'm blue. Da -ba -dee -ba -ba -da -da. And he didn't know what it was. Right. So he's up there and he's going, I'm blue, da ba dee da ba da ba da, and he's. It was fun. So. Oh my gosh. I'm giving you ideas for your 21st birthday. Go do karaoke. Say, that's the karaoke vibe that I want. Like just like the goofiest, like silliest thing you can do. Like no one, like everyone's just having fun, like not taking it serious. <laughs> yes. Because if you take karaoke serious, people, then I have to question your your sanity. I just do. <laughs> So that's, so anybody listening, if your friends listen to the show, take her to karaoke and do a karaoke roulette and just pick random songs and don't tell her. That would be, oh gosh. I mean, I would do it, but it would be kind of embarrassing in the moment. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they got me back. They got me back. They ended up putting on, um, 
Blondie. I touched myself. Mm. I know the vinyl. Blondie. <laughs> I, I had to sing that song. The whole thing. So I was like, all right, fine. Back. It right, was payback. <laughs> that is the downside. Of you yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Because you trust that they just hit the button, but no, they're like, nah, no. Yeah, nah, they definitely picked it specifically. Yeah, they were like, yes. okay, you embarrassed me. I'm going to embarrass you now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, Ah, oh, I told you this this is fun. I'm having a good time. Thank you for coming on, Jojo. Yeah, thank you for having me. <laughs> so from karaoke, let's go to one of your songs. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> What's another song you want to listen to? Um, how about your league? It's the one where I have like a baseball bat in the cover. Okay, I see it. Your league. Cool. So tell me the story. Yeah. Um, this story is not as fun or silly or goofy. It's actually kind of sad. Um <laughs> But when I was in high school, I had a crush on this person and they said some very mean things about me. And obviously I was like a little upset about it. You know, they said I couldn't sing. They said I was annoying, et cetera, et cetera. Um, But I was like kind of upset about it. And then my best friend at the time turns to me and goes, you need to get over it. You'll never be good enough for him anyways. So um, me and my friend Jacob Westfall co-wrote the song and we kind of flipped that. And it's like, no, I'm too good for you. (laughs) You'll never be good enough for me. Okay. So yeah, that's what it's about. (laughs) And whoever said you couldn't sing is stupid. I hate to say, you know, I know that you guys are young, but that's, that's, that's jealousy because I mean, you did nostalgia and you were a teenager and I could tell you could sing. Well, thank you. Thank you. This is also me as a teenager. So like, I've gotten better since then, but yeah. <laughs> okay. Here we go. <laughs> well, I'm going to mute us. Again, just give me a thumbs up when you hear it. Okay. I'm out of your lane. Get out of my mind. There's nothing I can do about the feelings you hide. Too good for me, you're out of my league There's nothing I can do with you Got everything you need But I know when you look my way There's nothing you can hide You say you're a man But there's a boy inside I'm out of your league Get out of my mind There's nothing I can do About the feelings you hide Get out of my way Stop wasting my to hold my breath Wishing you were mine I'm out of your league Hey Out of your league Ooh You say that I need you But that's a lie We both know That I'm doing just fine I said my piece a long time ago But you keep holding on It's time for you To move on
thought I had more seconds like oh it's got more time <laughs> I like the the vinyl sound effect they put like halfway through it like you're listening now you're, you're listening to vinyl mm-hmm. that's, that's yeah really cool. I really yeah, yeah yeah Luke um from track 11 music also did uh the production on that one as well and I just I really love the whole vinyl sound like I want my music to sound like if you like picked it up and you're like oh was this like from back in the day or like is this now you know what I mean <laughs> So yeah, I was a fan when he was like, let's put vinyl in it. I was like, yes, correct. That is correct. <laughs> and how old were you when you wrote that? Mm, 16 or 17, I think. You're, you're, you're good that, at that young. That's such, that was such a really good song. I mean, you're a great songwriter, so a good songwriter. Then it's just, I can't, I can't, I've been writing for a long time and I was not that good at 15 when I, I started writing poems and stuff. That's where I started. I was not that good that's that's amazing to be that young and to write that kind of a song and, and structure it i know you said you co-wrote it but it still it, it worked really i liked it thank you so much yeah got, that one was a, a lot of fun to write <laughs> you got like a megan trainer kind of voice anybody, anybody oh, ever told you that no i've been told that i look like megan trainer but no one's told me i sound like her <laughs> you you gotta sound like her i mean i know some people don't like to be compared but i mean i'm listening to you for the first time so i'm just like Oh, it, it is on the poppy side, and that's fine. I, I don't mind that. I like yeah. all styles of music. I mean, I grew up listening to the Eagles and Tupac and mm-hmm. Bad Company and ZZ Top and Hank Jr. So I don't care. I listen to everything. Uh, but when I'm yeah, listening to sure. it, it's very – it's not – you don't sound like just like her, but there is kind of the same tone almost to it, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. She has like a – she's popping off on TikTok right now. She has a song that's like – trending and I, I can anytime someone says Megan Trainer, I'm like oh that's what's in my head it's like <laughs> I can put my Gucci on da, 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 my Louis Vuitton. <laughs> she did a song uh called bad for me okay. I think is what's called I think is what it was called because I, I remember it because I'm my album coming out it's called bad for me I was like damn it she took my idea <laughs> and I'm listening to it and it's nothing like it. it's like okay you're safe Megan Trainer. okay, okay. Safe. You're, I'm saying you're safe 
it's okay. Like you could use, it's fine. We, we were on the same wavelength, but then like we did it our own way. So it's okay. <laughs> See, that's a game I like to play. Like we do a, uh, have you heard here on the Georgia songbirds? I don't know if you mm-hmm. know what that is. It's a, it's basically me and my bandmates and a guest. Sometimes we, we haven't done zoom yet. So if you ever want to do a zoom one, we'll okay. try it out too. <laughs> cool. uh, to, to be fair, let you know when you get around a bunch of band members, it does get a little bit explicit. I'm just going to say that now. You're old enough cool. to know what the words are, but you're still young yeah. enough. I feel, I feel a little guilty if I'm cussing around you. So I was like, it's like around my kids. So, but it's, <laughs> we take music that we haven't heard and we all play songs and then I, I shuffle like this, we'll listen to it and I'll put it back in. Um, and one of the kind of the games that I, I do with that is songs that I wrote the titles. I'll go mm-hmm. and find other artists who has the same title or song just to see what it sounds like. And I'll put it okay, in the heavy yeah, heard. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And it's like, you can compare and like, see like how one person took it versus the other person. That's really cool. Cause I released one called the wolves. Same, right on the same time Selena Gomez did. And it's oh, completely, it's completely yeah. different. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but That's I tell really you, cool. there was a fun game we played. Cause I, I my, we went to, I took my kids to Pigeon Forge because my my son was in Boy Scouts and they had like a camp thing up there. So I was dropping him off and we drove me and him and his twin sister. We drove up to Pigeon Forge. So we we're playing a little Spotify game, music game. I would take like I said, give me an artist name. And then, OK, they'd like to say the Rolling Stones because mm-hmm. they like older music, too. So I'd go and I'd yeah. find the very first album released on okay. Spotify that I could. And I was like, give me a number one through 12, whatever. How many songs were in that album? And they would mm. play it and listen to it. I, I always said that so was fun. Cool. No, that's so cool. And like, it's it's a way to even like, because not every track off of like every Rolling Stones album or like whoever you're listening to, right, mm. has become like a major hit. So like sometimes you're listening to like the B-side tracks and like things that maybe people don't talk about. Um, and I just, I love doing that personally. I, I'm a big fan of like listening to records like top to bottom, like on Spotify and stuff like you will not find me hitting shuffle. Mm-mm. <laughs> like I'm trying to listen to what the artist is trying to tell me. You know what I mean? So who are some of your favorite artists to listen to? Oh gosh. That's like, that's a hard question. Um, recently, these are like more modern, modern artists, but recently I've been listening to a lot of Noah Kahn, um, Lizzie McAlpine, um, SZA, uh i know sis my daughter listens to that yeah she's great she just released uh her record sos and Mm -hmm. i love it i love it it's so oh my gosh she's great um but i've been listening to a lot of them and then like for like kind of old school stuff like elton john is like one of my all-time favorites so like 90 percent of the time i'll be listening to one of his songs um just like to jam out and stuff and oh recently i've uh been listening a lot to tapestry by carol king that whole record is really great um fleetwood mac diana ross marvin gay stevie wonder all the good people <laughs> yep See, i can tell you, you talk about like your country pop wherever you at you kind of r&b pop and that's that's mm-hmm. and country storytelling that's fine that's that's the genre and i wish that it comes up a lot i wish that radio stations would play different styles of music they get like on and i get i mean they can stay country and whatever but like there's so many sub genres of country so many sub genres of pop and that's one of the things i think with pop like you mentioned taylor swift earlier she gets mm-hmm. so much crap 
but she is such an one. She's an amazing songwriter. Yeah. But two, I think she's probably the smartest marketer I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. She oh, sells out everywhere. Well, and like, I think it's like talking about genres, like she's crossed so many genres, you know what I mean? Like she's done so many and like, I think that's part of it. Like it's really worked out for her. Like she always has like a new sound and that's really cool too. Yeah, and that's why with the radio station that I started, that's what I tell people. If if you listen to it, you're going to hear different styles because I'm I'm like an iPod shuffle. I will play anything. I mean, you can go look at it. There'll be Heavy D and the Boys, and then you'll hear some Hank Williams, and then you'll hear four or five independent songwriters you'd never heard of, and then some bands, some local bands, mm-hmm. and then you'll hear some Metallica. I mean, I mix it all together. I mean, I just love listening to that stuff. And honestly, that's the way. It, that's the way it should be. I mm-hmm. mean. Yeah. I don't think like people should limit themselves to a genre. Like I know a lot of people um, who are like, oh, I hate all country music. And it's like, well, have you heard Casey Musgraves? Because she's one of my favorite artists of all time and she's country. Mm -hmm. Um, Have you heard like ABZ? Like, you know what I mean? Like people just limit themselves. And I think there's so much beauty in music, like across the spectrum of genres. Yeah. It's it's funny. The only thing that I can't really listen to that I just, I, I don't like, mm-hmm. um, is the, the screamo music. I can't, I can't stand mm-hmm. to not be able to hear what they're saying. You know, it's yeah, like, Rah. I get that, but I, I kind of feel the same way. I love the music. I love the, yeah. the musicianship of it because I, I like listening to when I was a kid, they like Pantera and stuff. They would do some of that heavy stuff that you just couldn't understand, but their music, their guitar playing, the rhythms, mm-hmm. the melodies that the it's musical really cool. part. Yes. Yeah. Talented. Yeah. Talented. But I get what you mean, because like, I feel like at least for me, like from a songwriting perspective, like I, I want to be able to hear the lyrics and I want to be able to hear like the story you're telling. Um, Like I said, I was listening to Lizzie McAlpine. Uh, I've been like on loop her album, Five Seconds Flat. And it's like every time I feel like I listen through the album, I'm like picking up new details that kind of connect like the songs together. And it's really cool. Okay. Um, but I feel that way with like all artists I listen to. I'm like, let me listen to this album for like 20 days in a row. Nothing else. Just that on top to bottom over and over again. And I will find all the details, all the little pieces that no one thought you could put together. I'll put them together. <laughs> now, like I said earlier, all the people that, you know, you can email me a list and what I want to do. And I'm gonna put you in this list too, um, is on the station. I want to have, I want to highlight like songwriters in general. That's what I want to do. I mean, I'll play all the other stuff too, but I'm trying to set it up for like a week of, I'm making playlists that I'll put on the radio station and it'd be, I'd like maximum three hour playlist. And then I can just shuffle the people back and forth, but it'd go, it'd go with how many I can get from each state. But I want to do like the year of songwriters. So like from eight to 11 and 12 to three, uh, ideally this is how I do it is you would have nothing but songwriters from that state. Let's say for a week, it'd be Oregon. So all you'd hear okay. for a week on those time slots would be songwriters from Oregon. Oregon. So I love that. And you'll do like all the states? All the states. So, so each cool. each week would be a different state. And then like the final two would be like Canada, because I get a lot of Canadians uh, that okay. send me music. And then it'd be like International Week, because I got a lot of people from the UK uh, that, you know, when I started this, I was just thinking local scene. I wasn't even thinking global, national, internet. Yeah, I wasn't thinking anything. Now of that. you are. Yes. And it, it's a, it honestly <laughs> yeah. surprises me. I'm, every time somebody reaches out from like Australia or Germany or wants to be on a show, I had to get up one Saturday morning 
and just tells you how, how I'll deal with those people is I got up at like eight o'clock that morning to do a podcast because they were 12 hours ahead. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that was the only way I could talk to them. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's cool though. <laughs> that you're like, okay, I'm going to make it work. I'm going to make yeah. it work. And I, I try that with everybody. I, I love people's stories. That's why I say these conversations are conversation pieces. They're not really, they're about your music, of course, and about how you got started. Um, but it's more about Jojo as a person, you know, Mm-hmm. you're you're finding yeah. your 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 footing in, in nashville coming from oregon your dad taking his time to get you here you know yeah. the fact that you don't know who the goonies are we, we wouldn't have known that if we didn't ask exactly if we weren't having this conversation no one would have known right. i wouldn't have known what the goonies are <laughs> but you will now people because she's got she's got homework she's still mm-hmm. young enough to get homework <laughs> yes i am technically i should be in school so i am young enough to get homework <laughs> Now, if you wasn't doing music, what do you think you'd be doing? I don't know. <laughs> the thing is, is, it's always been music for me. Like, from a really young age, like, basically, when I was a baby, I didn't cry in my crib. I would just hum. And my parents love to tell this to everyone. But, like, they thought something was wrong with me because, like, I would <laughs> never cry. And it's just because I loved music so much. And, like, my parents, like, I was really lucky because they, like, always nurtured it. Like, my mom um, used to run her own preschool, and we would do, like, programs like the winter program and the end of the year program and so like she always like from the age of two like I was performing and like doing little solos and we took guitar lessons together when I was like starting when I was like nine years old um and I just like always like really supported that dream of mine and um if I wasn't doing music I don't really know what I would be what I'd be doing because it's just it feels like it's part of me you know okay that's yes i do that's a that's a passion <laughs> that people as songwriters i know everybody wants to chase that same dream of playing on the opry or playing wherever their their goals want to take them yeah. and i know so many people that just, just give up they get burnt out on it and i understand that the i got an i get an aspect of why you would get burnt up because you know you're maybe you you're put your goals too high and you didn't reach them or maybe it's just something whatever it is yeah. But for me, I don't, I mean, there's times I go through like writer's block, of course, you know, mm-hmm. I haven't wrote, I haven't written a song in a couple, couple months, you know, eh, maybe not that long. That's not true because I play with a band and we get stuff all the time, but I hadn't actually finished a song yeah, in, yeah. in a while. And today I'm sitting there playing like, Ooh, cause I did an interview with a guy named Anthony Mossberg who will be on a show okay. that had come out couple of weeks uh oh. and he's telling me about how he tunes his guitar to c sharp so everything's tuned a step and a half down and i'm like that's so low you can do that he said he, he said yeah that's how i play because my voice I'm like i'm gonna try it so i i tried it today and as soon as i started playing it's like oh it just started coming out you know it's a that's a passion that yeah that a lot of people share but you give up on it and you got to find a way to make money I completely agree. My day job is I run a pest control company. That's my day job. This right here I do. I don't get paid for it. Will I? One day, that's the goal is to get paid for. I would love to make enough money that I could take that side job. That well, my I say side job, my job as a side job and then and and do it that way. That's my yeah, that's my goal because I love listening to music and meeting new people. Yeah. 100 percent And I totally get it. And it's like I also get like burning out um which like it's funny me and virginia actually wrote our first write together um we wrote two songs in two hours um and one of the songs that we wrote was called burnout and it's about that feeling of like 
of yeah like burning out and like being like i don't know what i'm doing but in the end for me it's like even when i do feel burnout on music it's like i, I still can't give it up you know what i mean like if i if i actually gave it up like i feel like i would like be giving up like the air that i breathe you know what i mean like it's yeah <laughs> it, it's funny like all those times that i i get that i'll get like burnout or i get like i'm what am i doing you know why, why am i doing this what inspires mm-hmm. what i found lately and i haven't had this in years because of, i think because of the podcast i get inspired listening to you guys tell your yeah. stories and get started and listen to how you how you did this and how you did that it's like oh okay and the stuff that maybe even at 45 years old i didn't think of because i mean i am a little old-fashioned like i'm not big on tiktok or social media I'm, i mean it's just it, it boggles my mind and i, I know i got to get better but sitting here listening to your storytelling listening to your songs at 16 17 years old that yeah, you wrote and i'm like jeez i gotta do better and it inspires me and it pushes me to do better and that's why i love yeah. doing this and i'll never stop till my wife tells me it's time to forbid <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, that's really great. And I agree. It's really inspiring to hear other people's stories and just get to get to listen to, to other people's music, you know? Yep. And let's, we got a little bit more time. Like I said, we'll, we'll do like a 20 question kind of game. I play like at the okay. end. Uh, it's not really 20 cool. questions, it's just kind of certain. But before we do that, let's get one, one more song. So what's the last song you want to share with everybody? Let's do Honey Girl. That's the latest song that I released. Um, I released it last March, so it's almost been out a year now. Okay. Which is kind of crazy that time has moved that fast. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so uh, guys, you can't, if you look on our Spotify, like I said, I started to follow you. Know, I want to make sure I follow all the guests. That's part of, guys, if you don't know, that's part of, of all independent artists is you share, you like, you follow. It costs you nothing. And if you mm-hmm. want to help them even more, download their songs, stream their music, um, just go see them live. But she's got a picture of her with a honey bear in front of her. And it's, it, it's, it's, I'm gonna let you tell the story. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, this song doesn't actually have like the most elaborate story. I was just kind of, I was having a writer's block moment as we were talking about writer's block. Um, and I have, I have two dogs back home. Um, one's named Jackson and my other dog's name is Gracie and Gracie is like my best friend. She's my, my baby. Um, and I like call her nicknames all the time. And one day I was like, Hey, honey girl. And I was like, Oh, honey girl. Like, that's so cute. So then I was like, okay, we're going to beat this writer block. So I pull out my ukulele, which I don't really know how to play ukulele, but I was like, let's do something different. Cause guitar is not inspiring me. Um, so I wrote this song called honey girl. Um, and although it's not like about a real situation, it's, uh, there's this lyric in the song that's, um, too attached for my own good. And that was like my one, like grounding it in reality. Like I get attached to people super fast. So like, let me add that in there. (laughs) So it's a little bit realistic. All right. Well, I'm going to mute us and play honey girl. And I said, just let me know when you hear. (laughs) Okay. Floating down to lay like skies, sprinkle nights that magic that we felt. I was out on the sea, wild. 
crash around me, got back to land So hold your hands and all see forms will be seen Just me turning green Why you call a honey girl? Wondering how she became your I was just jamming. I looked up. Oh, I got to stop it. It's almost time. There, okay. I've got my notes. I've, I've filled my whole page up now with notes from, from, from talking to you about this. Um, that song. Let me start with that. that, that let's do this song because we're talking about it. Um, okay. Your range is crazy. It is so good. Thank you. Thank I, I don't you. know. I know it's falsetto, right? When you go really high and. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I act like I know what that head is. Voice. I can't. I can't do that. <laughs> my head voice doesn't sound like that. <laughs> my head voice is what you hear right now. So crazy. So crazy. Oh my God. That was so good. You've got a, you've got to write that. First of all, to write that song on a rim, on a whim, that is so, so good. That is such a good song. That's like, it's almost not fair that you're like, "Eh, I have writer's block. I'll write this. This is a throwaway song. (laughs) That's not a throwaway song at all. That's, that's, oh my God. That's. Well, I think I thought it was a throwaway song when I first wrote it. And then I was like, wait a second. Wait a second. I think I might have hit hit a gem. 
<laughs> you definitely did. That song is such, it's like earworm. You know, when they say they got that pop thing, it gets in your head. It's like, honey, yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 I can't get honey girl out of my head right now. I wrote a song called honey bear with uh, Steve Dean and okay. I'll, I'll let you hear that afterwards too. But okay, yeah, uh, yeah. your song it's to be as young as you are and to hear that song, like, like without seeing you, if I, if you were on a voice or something and we didn't see what you look like and I'm listening to that song, the artist singing that song, which of course is you, I would not imagine it's a 20 year old girl. I mean, it's a girl obviously, but I would be, it's like beyond your experience. I mean that in a, in a good way is that Thank you. you sound so professional already. You sound like you experienced life enough to, to sing to me. It's not like you're singing about something you don't know anything about. Right. You, I can feel the actual story into it and it, it it's relatable. Am I a honey girl? No, I'm not a honey girl, but I get the, I get the gist of it. And that's yeah. my roundabout way of saying I liked it. Well, thank you. I'm glad you liked it. I'm glad you liked it. Yes. Um, and yeah, your song should be on sync. The other one I was thinking too, is like some kind of sync license that it, it's so catchy. We should be in like shows and movies. I mean, it fits. Thank you. I, I've been told that before and I guess it's just like, I don't understand how sync works. So I need to do some research and some digging to like get myself into that lane and try to do that. Yeah. Cause in Nashville, I'm, I'm sure there, there's a, a lady, um, her name is Megan Allen. She's, I think she's okay. still in Nashville. She's, she's a little bit older than you, I believe. Uh, she does a lot of sync stuff. So oh, if cool. you, uh, it's M E A G A N, uh, and then A L l-e-n megan allen uh, i've done a couple co-writes with her she's an amazing songwriter too she used to i don't know what she does now i talked to her in, in about a, six months but she's um she was working at a sync place she did that's what she did so you used okay. to reach out to her and um, yeah, I will. and anybody around town i'm sure they can help you too so but that's good stuff so thank you for letting me sharing that with me yeah, thank you for listening. <laughs> and the bass line in that song is just crazy. I love the bass line in it too. Isn't it so cool? I, well, technically I produced that song myself, um, but I was also taking lessons. Um, so you, like wait, my, my. You produced that song yourself? Yeah. <laughs> not fair. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> So much um, talent. <laughs> my, my production skills, not that, that's what I was about to say. I technically produced that song by myself, um, but I was in lessons at that point and I would show up to like this weekly kind of meetup um, with like a bunch of different uh, like kids around my age, like around the US and we'd like do a Zoom thing. And so the instructors would listen to our songs and they'd be like, okay, let's fix that. Let's make it sound better sort of deal. So like while I did produce it, like it, it had help. It had a lot of help. <laughs> Well, to, to do it that way, and you learn a little bit about it. Producing is a whole nother animal for, for songwriters. And I'm turning my heater on. It's getting cold out here in the garage. Um, <laughs> I, I like I like doing that stuff, but it's so time consuming that it's, it's just very, crazy. That song took me a year to produce. I've, <laughs> I've realized that like, maybe, you know, I could keep doing like a song or two, um, like a year. But if I want to be releasing things consistently, I should start working with with some other people. And I kind of love that too, because it's like collaborating is just really fun and getting to have someone else's ears on it and like their talent as well, you know? Yeah. And I had to turn my phone off. I didn't want it beeping because it was about to go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I turned it off. I didn't think about it. Well, Jojo, this has been so much fun. 
We're not done yes, yet. Yes, thank you so much for having me, Jesse. We have okay. a few few more stops to go, and we'll do some Let's stuff do out it. here. We'll talk. <laughs> uh, but before we get into that part, tell everybody where they can find you, all your social media, everywhere you want them to look. The MySpace yeah, and all so, that stuff, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I'm not quite on MySpace yet. Maybe one day. Um, but I'm on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, um, at JoJo Scott Music. And then I've got uh, some songs out, like the ones that you heard tonight or today, whenever you're listening, um, on like all the streaming platforms. You just have to look up JoJo Scott and I will be there, most likely wearing all orange because that is what my profile pictures are right now. <laughs> <laughs> now, the way, like I said, when, when your episode does come out, um, I, do the, I don't know if you know, I do the Georgia Songbirds Weekly Top 10 Countdown. We do that too, where you, oh, cool. uh, I don't know if Virginia kind of told you what it is. It's basically, it's my station. And I send it to a bunch of other stations like the UK and uh, there's other ones too that you will, I play it everywhere and it's a fan-based vote. So each week I introduce four new songs and whoever, I started doing it this way, whoever's been a guest that I'm releasing, I'll release their song too, to kind of bump okay, them up cool. a little bit. And it's all fan-based. So once it's out, you just go and you share it uh, with everybody, have them vote for you. They usually can vote okay. like once a day. I think is how it's set up. It may be once every 48 hours. I'm not sure. It's it's run by a third party site. I don't, I just set it up and then I let it go. Uh, but yeah, you can yeah. have, have everybody vote. Uh, and I'll put one of your songs in there and it's really fun. And if you last for 12 weeks, then you get a featurette in a, on a my indie radio station in Paris and they'll play your song oh, in Paris. Man. You just got to last 12 Boy, weeks. That's so Cool. Okay. Okay. I gotta get everyone to vote for me then. <laughs> yep. and, and it's fun. I mean, you'll see. It, it's just fun thing to do. It's yeah. my band in it right now. I put my songs every now and then, but I mean, I go. I've got a list. I could show you if I shared the screen and show you the the list. There's like 400 songs in there. Oh but my goodness. A lot of it is also because I I started the station. Then I I do New Music Monday, which I'll put your even though it was in March, I'll put it in like the next week's New Music Monday. Oh, and cool. Thank you share it and then i'll upload it into the radio station and it'll be on rotation like i do auto dj now i just don't have time to to sit down and do yeah. it but it will go in rotation there too and it will it's so much fun it's just oh that's so awesome music heard. yeah well thank you for including me <laughs> sure all right so now we're on the 20 questions type again we've been talking for about an hour and a half and it doesn't even feel like it I know. I looked at the time and I was like, wait a second. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. You're right. And that's why I tell people if I get long winded, which I'm bound to do, um, and you have to let me go at any time, it won't hurt my feelings. That's fine. Uh, it's the past two, past two times that I've had these interviews. One, I've had bad luck. So I'm, you're, you're breaking the curse. One is the, my sitting in the, they actually came to the house because I do studios here or we do it at the gazebo, mm -hmm. depending on what time of day. Um, okay. And if it's dark, because I have a gazebo, if you're ever here in North Georgia and want to come to the show, we can do it at the gazebo, okay. do another interview, or if it's raining or cold, we'll do it here in the studio. Uh, okay. But they came to the house. They were from Atlanta. They drove up about an hour or so to see me. It's like, great. Two guys came up. We're talking. Two hours in, we're about five minutes away from the conversation. The power went off inside of the studio. And everything that I recorded got deleted. I'm like, oh, I was so mad. So now I have to drive two and a half hours to their band practice in Athens to get them, to get them back. And I don't, I don't mind doing that, you know, because it happened. I don't want them to, to feel bad. And I want to, I want to get him in. That was just such yeah. dumb luck. Yeah. And then 
The time before that was a gentleman in the Georgia versus Alabama songwriter showdown. He's Joseph Brooks from Alabama. He was came on the Zoom. We did a Zoom. And for whatever reason, same thing, like a surge or whatever, but his episode got deleted. And I'm like, no. Oh, no. So I've got to do another episode. After we talked, we were done. It Everything was done. It's an hour and a half into it. Yeah. Two hours. It was done. I was waiting for it to upload because, like I said, my internet's so bad. It just it just cut off. So now I'm kind of like in shock. I'm like, I'm freaking out. Like, okay, it's going to, I'm checking the power, make sure nothing's flickering and <laughs> you're breaking the curse. Perfect. I'm, I'm the good luck. Yes. Me and my flower backdrop. Yes. <laughs> flower power. <laughs> flower power. <laughs> Like I said, we've talked for an hour and a half and know a lot about you. So let's get to know more about the person, Jojo. Uh, first okay. off, I ask every guest, you know, if, if Virginia may have told you, uh, okay. what is a hidden talent? Oh, goodness. Um, do I have a hidden talent? I guess it's not very hidden, but like, I really like doing like all my artwork and stuff for like my Spotify and like my singles and stuff, I do myself. So like, I find it really fun getting to like, like I do the photos and then I like do all the editing and like graphics and stuff. That's, that's a talent. Not super hidden, but yeah, besides music that, I don't know. (laughs) Well, well, it's kind of hidden because nobody, when you look at album art, unless it says the name on there, you don't know who it is. So speaking of album art, then why the honey bear honey? for your picture just because it's called honey girl yeah because it's called honey girl and i was like racking my brain and i was like well it would be fun to like do it out in like like a flower field and like have like honey and like yada yada but then it was really cold when i was taking the photos (laughs) and i was like there's no flowers alive right now so i was like okay orange backdrop and then like have the honey bottle as like the star the center of attention you know (laughs) and it it does because he's like why is there a honey bear on there It makes you ask the question, but you know, (laughs) yeah, exactly. Right. It's the old sales technique. Just get them in the door. (laughs) Exactly. Does it relate to the song? Not really, but like we made it work. (laughs) Now you're young, but some of these questions may still apply to you. Uh, If they were to do a movie about your life Mm -hmm. so far, who do you think would play you in that movie? Oh, oh, that's a hard question. Um, Okay. I, this is random, but I have like a, who would play my mom. Okay. It would be Jennifer Aniston because she looks a lot like her. Like, I don't know if you've seen the movie Dumplin', but like the way she wears her hair in that movie with like the bangs, I like both me and my sister, we watch it together and we're like, that looks like, that looks like Shelly Scott. Like what is happening right now? Um, but like, maybe, I don't know. I don't know if Florence Pugh is older than me, but like, she's a cool actress. She's also blonde sometimes. So there you go. <laughs> okay. Actresses First that does, person to pop in my mind. <laughs> hair color doesn't matter. They change it daily. That doesn't That's matter. That's very true. Look at Dolly I just Parton. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I love Dolly Parton. It was just her birthday. Like, was it last week or the week before? But yeah, she's great. Yeah, that's that's one person. And I say this on all the shows. I'm trying to get it to happen. Is I want Dolly Parton to come onto the Georgia Songbirds. Dolly. That would be incredible. Yes, it would do. It wouldn't do anything for her her career, but if for mine, it would be great because she's such an inspiration for songwriters of yes. all ages, especially women songwriters. Oh, 100%. They, well, they watched her. I mean, even men songwriters love her. I, I I love Dolly. I would that would probably be one guest. I would say Dolly, mm-hmm. the floor is yours. I'm shutting up, and I would just back away and like <laughs> let her let her go. 
No, I Dolly Parton is incredible. Me and my family just went to Dollywood over this last summer. It was like one of my mom's like biggest dreams. She loves mm -hmm. Dolly Parton so much. Um, but yeah, she's incredible. I love her. Anyways, sorry. <laughs> no, as I said, these are all tangent stuff. We get onto it, but that's why I ask because it's not music related; it's life related. There's a yeah. uh, a lady, her band. Uh, she's been on a show before for local. Uh, was playing Dollywood. She had like a little residency there for a little bit. Oh, um, cool. I don't know if she played, but her band was it's called Run Katie Run. So okay. she she was she was playing. I don't know when she was she was playing when you were there or not, but she did play. That's so awesome. She, yeah, I don't think we saw anyone play live, but they have this like little theater where they do kind of like mini musicals. So we stopped and saw one of those, um, which was pretty fun. Okay, uh, I haven't been to Dollywood. In... Wow. I haven't been to Dollywood since I was 17, 18. No, 17. It's, I need, I need to take the kids to Dollywood. <laughs> I was going to say, you should take your kids to Dollywood. It's like such a good time. <laughs> they would love to go. I know my, my little girl loves music. She's in course. She wants, she's learning her guitar. I taught her to play uh, free falling because it helps strengthen okay. her, strengthen her hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's like, just, it's easy. It's different chord. You learn a song and you strengthen mm -hmm. your hands. Keeps your interest. And it's like a great song too. So like a perfect one to start on and so i went in there and checked on her and she was playing uh nirvana come as you are i was like that's not free falling <laughs> but it led her into doing that so she wants yeah. to learn the lead lick so she's learning free falling oh or not free falling um come as you are um freaks i think it's the song she was learning okay um you would probably know she it more has than great music taste yeah she her favorite band was queen or is queen <gasps> queen oh I love them so much. They're one of my favorites too. I guess I didn't say that in before when I was listing people, but they're like top, 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 top. They're incredible. I, I had her watch Wayne's World. That's how she fell in love with Queen. Okay. Have okay. you ever seen Wayne's World? <laughs> I have not. Oh, you gotta watch. I haven't Even seen if, any good movies apparently. <laughs> first, first ten minutes is all you gotta watch of it, if nothing else, because that's when okay. she got into Queen. Because there, there's a Queen scene mm. in there. Uh, okay. You'll know it's like it's literally right right in the beginning of the movie. Okay. And so she started digging into their other songs and just fell in love with Queen. They, yeah, Queen like only hits. They've only ever released hits. Did she watch um, what is the Bohemian Rhapsody? That's mm -hmm. the movie that they just released a little yep. bit ago. Yep. Yeah, I love that movie. She watched that mm -hmm. one. She liked it. <laughs> okay, great. You don't. Well, yeah, I said you're still kind of young. So, but if somebody was to do a soundtrack of your life, so far. What would that soundtrack be? Oh, like if I was like to compile like a list of songs. Yeah, like if there was a soundtrack going through your life, what would be some of the songs on on that? Um. Okay. Let's see. Landslide, Fleetwood Mac. Mm -hmm. Um. Your song, Elton John. Um. Maybe I guess that's why they call it the blues by Elton John as well. That's a great one. Um. Let's see. I'm trying to think. My mind is really going blank now since you just said, like, on the spot. Um, um, oh, Golden Hour? Or, like, what is the song off that record? I think it's Rainbow, the last track off that record. That would be a great one on there. Um, there's an artist also based in Portland. Her name's Haley Johnson, and she has a song called Everything Comes Back Again. That would be on 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 the list of, like, my life like playlists okay. um i don't know i could go on but i'll, I'll stop there i'll cap it off <laughs> not, not oh here we go again dolly parton that that song would definitely be on there i was thinking i thought um, you were gonna talk about white snake 
Here we go again on my own. That's a great song too. But now I was thinking, here you come again. Da -da 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 myself together. You walked right in the door. Yeah, that one. <laughs> nice. Can't go wrong with, with any of those. Oh yeah. If what are like because you're like I said, this is where this is where I it's funny because some of the questions I ask, they always some of them are very similar to the answers, but what are three things on your bucket list? My bucket list? Um, okay. I really want to travel. Like that's like my number one thing. I want to go everywhere. Like I made a list um, not too long ago of like, okay, let me list like all the places I want to go. And like, we'll see. Um, just that was like 40, 40 cities, country, like different places, you know, like a crazy amount. And then like I've added to that since then. So I'm like, okay, I just, I want to go out and see the world basically. Um, I would love to, this might just be like a pipe dream, but I would love to like headline the crystal ballroom, which is like a theater in, in Portland. Um, that I, I just, I've seen like a lot of shows at and it's, it's a really great space. It's probably like a few thousand people capacity. Um, but yeah, I'd love to play there someday and i want a tour that's the other thing i really want to go on a tour which i guess ties in both with, with my other two goals but right. you know there you go <laughs> well it's all music related i mean you talked about earlier you don't think you'd be doing anything else besides music you just that's what you want to do and yeah. so now you just got to get you a booking agent and go see the tour and 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 you're going to get hit all three of your bucket list items at once you'll be exactly. boom 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 that's, that's how to do it. People and just going to be like, okay, now I need to, <laughs> yeah. now I'll just have to add to the bucket list. So it keeps going. <laughs> right. Well, I think that's how you should do it for, I, I mentioned too about goals. As you set a goal, like when I was younger, my, my goal was to, to have a song recorded, like a demo. Right? That's my first mm -hmm. goal. I wrote songs, got a demo. All right, my next song is I want to make an album. All right. Well, I just compile that. I'll make an album. And then, the next song idea was like, okay, I want to get a band together and play. I've done that. Now, my next goal is I want to get, and we had an album, but I want to get an album that I push, that I promote, you know, and I'll have to get a promoter and I'll have to put money behind it because it's, it's a business. I get it. That's my next goal. I, I don't care. I'm, I'm 45. Like I said, I, my band is called Yes Man. It stands for middle-aged men. I have no misconceptions that I'm going to be breaking, you know, touring and doing all these places. Can I do it locally? Yeah, of course you can. That's that's completely fine. I mean, I don't see, you know, it could happen. I don't see us selling out arenas. I just I don't I don't see that because we're all have we're all family men and we all have other stuff. But it's yeah. steps, and that that's what I, I like, and that's why I think with people you, sometimes they shoot so high, and when they can't get to it, they think that they're they're wasting their time, and they're not. It's just like yeah, you have to like you have like this big dream, but it's like, okay, you have to go step by step and there might be like a hundred steps till you reach this big section. Or maybe it's like a hundred steps till you reach like one platform and then you have to take like 75 more to the next platform. And then you, you know, like it builds, like you can't just be like, I want to sell out Madison Square Garden for three nights in a row. Yeah. Like, <laughs> okay, but how do you get there? Like, let's right. break it down. <laughs> have, you, have you played in front of anybody yet? No, but I'll get there. <laughs> hey, lofty dreams. I'm not, I'm never gonna tell anybody not to chase their dreams because, again, it's not my place. I, I, what do I know? A lot of times, people. I was watching. I don't know if you watch wrestling. Me and my daughter, she loves wrestling. She wants to be a wrestler too. She's all in. Okay, she's cool. everywhere. 
Uh, but we were watching the Royal Rumble. We watched it last night because my band had practice on Saturday. And so we're watching it last night and Hardy comes on there and he's doing a live song, right? And they go, country rock artist. First of all, there was nothing country about what he did. I mean, I've heard Hardy. He does have some country stuff. He does write country. But what he did was not country. And what he was <laughs> live, I really hope he was having an off night because that was so bad. I mean, that's, oh, that no. was, it, it was so bad that, I mean, I, I was, I was embarrassed for him. Like, as I'm listening to you sing and you, you've kind of broke down a little bit in there and you're doing it live and you're like, you sound good. That to me should be your number one goal as a singer, as a songwriter. Yeah. I, you can write till you die. And you know, you, you don't have to be on, on the stage. I never cared about being on the stage. I wanted to be writing the songs and collecting my money. That's how I wanted to do it. And that's just part of what I think you learn and you grow as, as an artist and a songwriter. And my, my point was that if somebody like that, who has already got a label, got everybody behind them, can go do a live performance that completely sucked and get paid for it, then why can't anybody else? It just takes the right time. It's not about the talent as much talent. You have to have some talent, obviously, but it's networking. You mentioned in the beginning, networking mm-hmm. and meeting people. And I think you broke out of your shell a little bit. It sounds like you have, and you're, you're starting to meet people and just listening to your, your music and your, just your personality. I don't see why you can't. Well, thank you. Yeah. 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 It's, it's all about the hard work that you put into it. <laughs> so I got one more question before we officially end the, 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 the segment. Uh, what's the best advice you ever got? It's kind of simple, but just to never give up. I think my parents like really instilled that in me like don't quit don't give up like just keep going even when things get hard um and i mean i take that to heart like every day <laughs> okay all right well let me before i let you go or if i stop the recording anyway uh tell everybody where they can find you one more time jojo okay you can find me at jojo scott music on all the social medias and then uh you can also find my music um out on all the streaming sites you just have to look up Jojo Scott, and I'll be there holding a honey bottle. <laughs> I hope they don't start throwing honey bottles at you when you start playing out live. That would that be like would Travis Tritt. <laughs> <laughs> don't throw honey. Bring her honey bottles, but don't throw the honey bottles at her. Yeah, don't throw them at me. <laughs> but like, you can give them to me if you want, but like, don't throw them at me, please. <laughs> oh that's, my when, that's when Travis Tritt did a song, Here's a Quarter, called Someone Who Cares. Everybody started throwing quarters at him on stage and he kept getting pegged till he stopped playing that oh song in his gosh. set. Yeah, I can see why. That's dangerous. <laughs> so, yeah, don't throw honey bottles there, people. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> All right, everybody. That was JoJo Scott. JoJo, I've had so much fun. Yeah, me too. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Thank you for coming on the show, too. It was a pleasure and I appreciate it. And everybody, this is the Georgia Songbirds, and that was JoJo Scott. <laughs>